Welcome back to another week of the Talk Too Much podcast. This week we're covering the music protocol Audius. Audius is a decentralized music streaming platform in Web3 that I urge all of you up-and-coming artists to check out. My guest for the week was Austin, the head of marketing at Audius. Austin, to me, is number one, a very cool guy, someone that was very easy for me to talk to. But number two, what was very interesting about Austin is he was the head of marketing at Solana before he transferred over to Audius. And I was very excited for this in interview because I've been looking for a way to get into the Solana ecosystem. I've been trying to cover Audius and the Solana ecosystem. I've actually fought for this interview for about three, four months. I, was, I, I DM'd Austin about three, four months ago saying, hey, can we do this interview? So for me, this was a long time coming. Um, and why did I want to do this? I, there's no secret. I've been very focused on music NFTs as well recently. I do think that that could be one of the most profitable niches within the NFT space as a whole. Imagine this. I've said this before. <sighs> Imagine... You, your playlist is one of the biggest sources of revenue in your life. The music you listen to on the daily is actually paying you. That's what Blau is doing with Royal. And that is trickling down. That is getting people to turn their heads into the music space. Audius is a completely decentralized music streaming platform. So it's not run on a central server like iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. It's run on nodes. It's, a it's literally run on a decentralized server. So it's completely decentralized, number one. Number two, you can earn money if your content is trending right now, but they're also establishing an infrastructure that pays you out more in-depthly. So Audius isn't just decentralized, but its North, Star its North Star is to pay its creators. You know, its North Star is to give upcoming artists a chance to make money, you know, something that could change the course of their careers. You know, hey... As an upcoming artist, if I make three to five grand off my off a local track I drop, hey, maybe that could be enough to help me fix my studio, get that mic I need, get that recording software I need. So Audius, to me, what's interesting is the completely decentralized aspect of it as well as the monetization aspect. But what they're really focused on is being a platform that you can get discovered on as an up-and-coming artist. And when you mix that with the ethos of Web3, it just makes for a spectacular product. What I really was excited about Audius for is one of the biggest complaints I've been hearing about Audius is the interface is slow. That's because right now Audius is running, the nodes are running on ETH1 mainnet. So of course it gets slow. The blockchain gets congested. But Audius is right now exploring fronts to migrate to L2s. So if Audius were to be built on L2s, the interface, the UI, UX design is beautiful. The sound design is beautiful. If everything were to run ridiculously smoothly and fast, well, then this would be a, a product that SoundCloud would have to be worried about, in my opinion. As it is right now, SoundCloud should be worried because of it's actually giving artists the opportunity to get discovered because you're actually paying artists uh, because you're actually completely decentralized and because you can also show your NFTs on Audius. I think there's just multiple aspects to Audius that make it a much more dynamic and versatile product than platforms like SoundCloud. But for me, once Audius migrates to L2s, I think this platform will hit a new high. I think it'll skyrocket because for me as a podcaster, I, by the way, I want to mention, I also, I might have the highest upload time in Audius history. I have one of the largest upload times because I've constantly uploaded big tracks on Audius, on my podcast episodes. But what I was going to say is, for me, when you mix Audius, to, when, I, when Audius migrates to L2s and everything works seamlessly and as fast as SoundCloud, as fast as iTunes, 
with that enhanced music quality because the music is better on Audius. It's it's very high quality on Audius. But when you when it reaches that level, I do think this protocol will take off, um, and it could be it could really replicate what SoundCloud was back in the day. So without further ado, my people, let's get into the episode. This is the episode on Audius with the head of marketing, Austin. I'll see you guys in the episode. That was a terrible, like, is that really what I'm settling for? That was a really just a terrible entrance. We, I got to do better than that, but let's get into the episode. The graph is an indexing protocol used to query data from blockchains, player-to-player -player networks, or just storage networks like IPFS. Why is the graph so important? No application can be built upon these networks without the graph. Think about how long it would take to find one piece of data without the graph. The graph lets you index any blockchain, any storage network, any player-to-player -player network, and grab whatever piece of data you need to build the application you're building. The graph also makes data an open market. You can signal your favorite subgraphs on the graph's decentralized network to earn more GRT. That's right, data is an open market. You can earn more GRT by picking the right subgraphs. The graph also has the subgraph studio where you can actually create your own subgraph and publish it on the graph's decentralized network. This means other indexers can come in and signal on your subgraph. Connect your wallet to the graph's website and start signaling other subgraphs or publish your own subgraph today to earn more GRT. Developers, crypto investors, NFT collectors. Wherever you find yourself on the Web3 spectrum, the graph is without a doubt one of the most vital protocols to your niche's success. Web3 marks the ushering in of a new technological era. What this means is that all data is stored and processed on open networks with verifiable integrity. And the graph makes all this data accessible to you in a fast, easy, and secure manner. Visit thegraph.com or check out any of their social media pages to find out how you can play a role in their ecosystem. No worries. How are you? I'm Things doing very well, very well. I'm going to get my day started with uh, two interviews, one with you, and then I have another one with uh, Brantley from ENS Domains. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. man, you got a killer lineup today. Yeah, I kind of do. You know, I kind of do. Thank you. I very much appreciate <laughs> that, Austin. Uh, but I'm actually yeah. very excited to get into this because for me, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start off this show with a bold statement. I'm the highest <laughs> upload time on Audius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the highest. I, I really think I am. I I have uploaded about 13 to 16 around there, like hour long episodes. There might be someone that's uploaded more. Oh, man, I love but, it. I appreciate that. No, no, no. But I've been a user of this platform. And for me, I honestly have been waiting. I do think that music is not has not even broken into the NFT slash blockchain space yet. Like we're not music's not even there yet. This is just like hints of it. So Audius companies like Royal Audius really have my attention. And so for me, I'm excited to get into this because I really want to cover what Audius is. But before we get into that, Mr. Austin, if you could please start the show off by telling my audience who you are and how you got involved with Audius. Yeah, of course. I think like first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. Uh, really excited to be doing this. Um, so my name's Austin. I currently run crypto marketing at Audius. Uh, this is a fairly new role for me, though. I've been with the company for about six months, and it's been an amazing, uh, amazing journey so far. Previous to that, I spent just under three years leading marketing at Solana. And so I was an early employee there, um, and we were one of just the original folks that helped kind of scale things up 
just to where you see they uh, see there are now. Um, and then previous to Solana, I worked at a company called Origin Protocol, oh, yeah. running marketing for them for about a year, uh, working on some initiatives in South America. Um, so overall, I've been in the space for about four years, and I've always been incredibly focused on community marketing and just overall ecosystem growth. Um, it's a huge passion of mine. So what, how would you describe, because, so I love that you, you, you've originated from the Solana ecosystem and that's, that's a side of web three that I'm really, I'm like really dying to cover more. So how, if you could describe Audius, how would you describe Audius uh, to everybody? Yeah. So Audius is a user owned decentralized music streaming platforms that empowers artists, creatives to be able to connect directly with their fans and to be able to build um, user bases and fan bases and monetize without cumbersome intermediaries that are so prevalent in today's traditional music industry. So let, let's go a little in depth on that. That's that's the part that, that I love is so when you say decentralized, what do you mean by decentralized? We'll start off with that. Yeah. So just like most protocols, um, there is a number of node operators that essentially control the network. Um, same thing. We're primarily based on Ethereum. Some of the functionality of Audius is currently on Solana. And um, yeah, just kind of how it goes is you have node operators that control the back end. So Audius as a company, um, we don't actually control the upload, however it may be, of the music that goes into Audius. We provide the UX, the UI, and we're, we're you know, the front end user experience, but everything on the back end is fully decentralized. Um, and we even have something that spun up um, just from some people that are fans of the platform through the Audius Foundation, like an Audius Grants program as well. So even providing grants and payments to these audience um, or these artists all comes from a fully decentralized manner. And so we actually have have no say in it. That makes so much sense because for so this is this is interesting. So we're going to there's for me, for Audius, there's one little part that hindered me for my show. Is because I I really really wanted to I saw it as an opportunity I was like no one's hardcore uploading podcasts on Audius so I was like I'm gonna go hard on this but now it makes sense because after I started uploading for a while it got very a little bit slow and I was like there's no way this company just is running yep. slow servers there's no nope. like on this there's no way and that's now you I just made sense through your explanation is it was run on ETH mainnet. Correct. Yeah, the the perils of Web3 sometimes, it, they tend to be a little bit slower. We're still a little more cumbersome. Obviously, the industry itself is rather nuanced and growing. But yeah, just as you're uploading and running things, everything's going through through these nodes. So, so you're dealing with directly with the blockchain with that. So now, but the solution to this would be an L2 integration, wouldn't you say? Or, or, or what would you say? Is, is- yeah, so there's a couple of solutions. It's a great question. Um, the current proposed plan is to actually migrate most of the functionality to Solana. So this, this was something that was announced a year and a half ago, which ironically, I worked on the Solana side of this, of this deal while we were working with Audius. So I'm kind oh, of getting to see the other end, which is, which is oh, fun. Then you hop, then you hop sides. To the yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. And so um, the plan is to kind of migrate over to them. The token itself um, is still going to stay in the RC20 audio is going to stay that, but the plan is to migrate most of the functionality to Solana to be able to utilize, you know, sub-second finality, one one thousand of a penny transaction fees and be able to provide a more smooth, seamless experience to the users. Because at the end of the day, most of the folks that use Audius don't don't care about what goes on behind the scenes. They're just tired of SoundCloud fees. They're tired of 
you know, everything that goes into the, the politics of Spotify and Apple Music. And they want a platform where they can create music, upload it and not have to deal with all the bullshit that, that comes in between. No, that that makes so much sense. I also love the move to Solana because I've as a user of Solana, um, I've honestly can say when I use Radium, like the, the decentralized exchange on Solana, I was just yep. like, I was so shocked. I was just like, that just happened in less than two seconds, a second. I was like, yes. that exists in crypto. So, so, but yes. I will say though, my, my I'm, I'm, I, I want to see what Solana will do because I do believe Solana is going to be a huge like platform for when I'm talking, when everybody's in crypto, I'm talking Solana will be huge. So I, I, I do believe, and I also like, besides the, the, the chain shutting down a couple of times, that team has been pretty damn good. And it's like, that thing runs efficiently and everything runs smooth and fast on Solana. Yep. So for me, I do, I'm actually very excited when you, when you said that, uh, I think that's yeah. massive, massive fraud I agree. And I, I've, I've more, more so recently have been getting dragged into the like Solana versus Ethereum debate <laughs> when I do stuff just because of my history with Solana and now an audience Ethereum project. And I think that the truth is, is like Ethereum paved the way for all of this. Like Ethereum made all of this possible and still is the most used chain. Like the market cap far exceeds anything else. And it's just like the people that use it are incredible. Um, for me, it's just when it comes down to functionality of our product, it makes the most sense for us to provide the best experience to these users to utilize Solana. Um, and I think just things are newer there. So we're obviously rolling with the punches as we go and there are small hiccups along the way. Um, hence there's like a big beta tag slapped onto the end of the main net, hence that. But we're, we're, we're excited to see how things continue to scale there. And we do think as of right now, it's the best fit for us I, to be I, able to mass adoption. I 100% agree. Not only that, but like, I, I could honestly say that like Solana's L1 is way stronger than any L2s too by technical standards so so i do think that uh audius that that is the solution to to fix audius i think it's a nice a nice hub to for the platform to, to build upon um so my next question i guess would be is is you said that it's a decentralized platform right is there an opportunity for artists i guess to earn money through this platform yeah great question so audius itself is user owned and operated which means that through the audio token, artists can directly benefit as the platform scales. Um, as of currently, or as of right now, the main way that artists monetize through Audius is through having trending songs, playlists, albums, or artists. And so there's these categories where every week, um, if you go to dashboard.audius.co, we actually have all of this fully transparent. You can see API calls, number of monthly active users, trending songs, albums, all that. Um, and so if you have a trending album, a trending song or a trending playlist, or you're just a trending artist with number of listens, you actually receive a hundred audio um, every week. And so right now the, the functionality for actually receiving monetization is like somewhat limited. We've really been focused on building out the product, building out the community and making sure everything runs smoothly. Um, there are some serious things being worked on for monetization can't give official uh, timelines for them, but they're coming, coming shortly. And so we have some really awesome things for artist monetization coming up. Um, really where we see things now is a artist discovery platform. So most of the artists that utilize Spotify and utilize Apple music are signed to one of the three major record labels, you know, within their contract. It's like, we'll get you on the, 
the hot and new or whatever it may be, you know, the rap caviar on, on Spotify and independent artists really have difficulties breaking into that. And there's not anywhere for them to just be able to directly upload music and speak directly with their fans. And so our audience right now provides that um, highest quality music, completely free for artists and listeners. You know, you create an account um, and you can start uploading music immediately. And we're, we're decentralized at Web3 from the get-go. So we have cool features like a collectibles tab where you can connect your MetaMask or your Phantom Wallet and have an art gallery showcase where it kind of creates a visual experience for your music and you can now add playlists. But, but you need, don't you need a, a hundred audio to be able to do that? That is a great point. Yeah. So you do need silver status on the platform. So it's one of the cool like things where you, yeah, great point. Yes, you are correct. But that's you, not so hard. You, just to mention, that's not hard to do. That's like a couple hundred, like this is a hundred bucks or less, I think. Right. Correct. Yeah. So getting that silver badge isn't, isn't difficult. Um, it's really just one of those ways where we want to provide a little bit of extra features. Like the platform works fully without anything. You don't need to put audio in there, but if you want to get the collectibles tab, and like a couple of other smaller features. Yeah, you need to have that silver status. We also have a gold and then a platinum status. And these will actually loop into like monetization stuff in the future um, as cool little Web3 pull togethers. But yeah, right now um, with the silver status, you can have the collectibles tab, which we, we saw a massive success on. Honestly, I really like what I was going to say is I, I was there. Like I was very excited when you guys announced the NFT collectibles tab that you guys were like, getting into the space as well somehow um i also love like when you were talking about artist monetization i was thinking in my head royal is coming out with and i do believe at some point all web3 music platforms are gonna be like where you upload your song as an nft and everybody can earn royalties i just think in it like music will be that will be the standard for music upload platforms in crypto at some point in the future it could be five ten years two years i'm unaware unaware but i do believe that but when you were saying uh, I, what I like about Audius is, is wait, I don't think it's a bad thing that you guys are requiring us to get 100 uh, or to silver status to, to show the NFT tab because that creates engagement. That's an easy barrier to entry. It's not a harder, hard barrier to entry. It creates engagement, incentivizes the users to actually play in the ecosystem. And I'm assuming when your monetization uh, infrastructure comes out, the higher your badge is, the more you might be able to earn or the better it'll be in some way. So for, for me, I, I really am a fan of like of a music platform that's kind of like a game. Like how I'm trying to build my coins and get to that level to, to experience this full music platform. So my next question is one thing I really loved about Audius that got me hooked. It's not like I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I listen to it more than my Apple Music where I have my rap. But as a music listener, I really love the authentic, genuine, like nostalgic feel of Audius. Number one, the music quality, I noticed it is a little bit better. You guys did something to the year. I noticed it. I don't know what it is, but did you guys somehow like enhance the music quality? Like I've noticed that. Like I'm like, is it? Um, we didn't. The way that that works is it's just the highest quality possible um, music on a free platform. So it's like typically to get this type of quality, you know, you have to be on Apple Music. You have to be on Spotify or you have to be on one of these paid platforms. And there's never been anywhere that has provided this level of quality completely free. So it's 320 um, kilobytes per second, which is just normally you have to pay for that. There's nowhere else that offers that for free. And I think a, a really good point that you made actually um, was that you're like, hey, I still listen to my Apple Music the most. And I think a good distinction here is we don't actually see ourselves 
as a Spotify or Apple Music competitor. If you want to listen to Drake, you want to listen to Justin Bieber, you know, you're going to go to Spotify, you're going to go to Apple Music. The big thing there is that you're not going to find these smaller independent artists. It's kind of that, like back in the day, you used to go to like SoundCloud before it went completely downhill and you'd find the new songs or the remixes or whatever it may be. And so, you know, everyone's going to these major platforms for that 1%. We cater to the other 99% where, you know, if you're an up and coming hip hop artist, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a month where you've never monetized for music before, simply from uploading and creating a fan base. And that could can be give the, me as an artist, that can give me that could give me a new mic, that can give me recording time in a studio. Exactly. So th that's dope. Exactly. Yeah. And this is just this isn't from minting, this isn't from doing anything web three. The approach we've taken has almost from the start, it was to abstract away the blockchain. And so I kind of came in a couple months ago and I was like, hey guys. There's a lot of cool stuff going on right now. Like, let's see how we can start to integrate this in. But the whole point was, hey, I want to upload music. And unlike Spotify and Apple Music and Tidal that pay like sub fractions of a penny on the dollar, you'll be able to build a fan base and directly monetize through that. So when you say abstract the blockchain, you're saying like, yeah, we're, it's, we're a blockchain specific like like company, but we want to make this from a user experience seem like it's there's no blockchain. It's like it's normal. It's like yes, just like there's yeah. no blockchain. Is that what you yep. mean? Yeah. So it's when you interact with Audius, you don't have to do anything Web3 to, you know, you can download the app. You can create a profile. We have a MetaMask option, but there's a big button there that says like not recommended because we're like, hey, we understand a lot of our users aren't going to be Web3 native. So what can we do to make the sign-in process, the user process, as simple as possible? And while you're interfacing with the UX, like abstract that all away. But then if you click the little hamburger burn in the top left, you have a wallet where you can go in there and now you can sign into Phantom, you can sign into MetaMask and all of a sudden you've unlocked like almost like hidden features of the platform for the Web3 folks. But the coolest part is we were decentralized and Web3 native from the start. We're not integrating that in after. We just chose to abstract it away as we build up um, the user base, which is kind of what helped us get to where we're at now, which is about 6.7 million monthly active users. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That's a, that's a, that's a shit ton. Sorry for my language. Nah, you're all good. It makes it's If you don't count Brave and it's like on the fence, Audius is the most used decentralized application. If you count Brave, we're, we're the second. So, so you guys basically the only the only one bigger than you is the browser that everyone needs to use. So, yep. I was gonna ask you because I I kind of like spoke over it, but I, I didn't ask your opinion. I'm actually curious. What is your opinion on what on what Blau's doing with Boyle and like that whole aspect? You, from someone at, at, as head of marketing at Audius, do you see your Audius getting into that path sometime in the future? What's your opinion on being able to, for fans to earn royalties on songs? Totally. So first and foremost, Blau is an incredible human. Um, he's been a pioneer in Web3 music for as long as I can remember. He he was actually an advisor at my very first project. So my first encounter with him was like four years ago and he showed up in our SF office um, and like played the piano like a whiz and then just like left. And it was like oh, such a like surreal. Really talented. Oh, incredibly talented. Um, Him and I are like not like friends by any means but like i've interacted with him and we've crossed paths a good amount of times but he he's doing some incredible things 
And so honestly, at most of the stuff he touches tends to just like do very well. He's, he's smart. He understands the space and um, he's ambitious as, as they come. Um, and I think Royal is amazing. And I think it's going to unlock a lot of opportunities for artists. As far as my opinion on stuff goes, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of yellow tape when it comes to royalty distributions. And so as of right now, I'm, I'm reading about it. I'm learning about it, but I, I don't have any like major plans or anything top of mind right now to start integrating that things could change very quickly, but as it stands now, um, want to stay as regulatory and compliant as possible. And that area is just a very gray space. I, I, I 100% um, agree. I think that, that once we, that's the hardest thing is like, I'm imagining that when you're like, as the, from the government's perspective, like they really would like to go hard on that at first. So I think there's going to be a big battle up and on that front, because think about it. Like if this were to somehow be true, like what they're saying is my playlist is going to be one of my highest sources of revenue in my life. Like that doesn't even make sense. It's like a simulation. Like, yeah, it just gets tricky, man. It's just like, there are tons of people that like want a piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. And then how do you treat things as securities as they move through the pipeline? And yeah, it gets, it gets sloppy really quickly and yeah, not a, not a focus for right now, unfortunately. So, and so what moving back to, to like the music on Audius, So the music on Audius to me is, as we were saying earlier, it's a different feel. It's a authentic EDM feel for me. It's like it reminds me of the 2016, 2017 Coachella days, honestly. Yes. Um, like that, <laughs> that's really what it reminds me of. So I yep. was going to ask you is like, what what's your opinion on on the music on the Audius kind of like? And I'm not saying you guys because you advocate for rap like you can anybody can upload yep. any type of music, but it's just such a dope vibe of EDM. Like you don't find it's like you can't find that type of EDM on YouTube. It's like organized yes. EDMs like that. So like, what's your yep. opinion and and what's the motivation for Audius to explore that genre of music? Yeah, so I think it just started off early on as electronic focused music um, for a couple of reasons. Like one, our artist relations team is full of like some of the smartest people I've ever had the privilege to work with in the music space. And they're just deeply rooted in the EDM scene. And so they were able to bring on a a ton of powerhouses, introduce audience to a lot of major um, EDM players. And so naturally through that, electronic music's always kind of had that underground vibe to it. You know, you have like the the house discos and the warehouses mm-hmm. and, you know, the underground raves and you have all of these cool, beautiful experiences that happen around this specific genre that it just naturally made sense for us to start there because there wasn't really a discovery platform. Again, um, SoundCloud like seven, eight years ago, I don't know how old you are, but it's just like, you know, back in the day, it was like you'd go into the SoundCloud and you'd find all these cool artists and songs that like didn't make it onto Spotify yet. And there, that just, it went downhill super quickly. And so it's now this is the place where if you want to just throw that thing on shuffle, you might not know any of the artists that come on, but the music's going to be high quality. It's going to sound good. And these people are going to be putting their heart and soul into it. And you'll find some of those like hidden gems. And so I've started curating all these little random playlists of like things that I'm listening to and like along the way. Um, there are a ton of um, hip hop artists coming onto the platform. Now as well, I would say just like looking at what I've interfaced with recently, um, like I my most recent repost was actually Spotty Wi-Fi, 
Um, he oh, just wow. put out a all time high with Bun B. Oh yeah, um, that, was, that was that was crazy that he put out. That. I was supposed to interview him too. I'm good. Song Song was dope. He's a great guy, and so like that's my most recent repost, you know. And that's that's rap and kind of going down it. You have OK, you know, you have Camafly. Shout out Camafly, he's awesome. Um, RAC Grammatic, um, but then you have folks like Toby who are releasing stuff. Um, Odessa just released most of their catalog on the platform. Been jamming that. Mm -hmm. um i do want to shout this one artist that i randomly came across the other day uh she's really small but her name's the musical doc okay. but oh man her voice is incredible and i've been just like she's kind what, of just throw on listen, speakers what what type of music do, what, what type of music do you like oh man this is so <laughs> um i'm really really big into hip-hop which surprises a lot of people because i tend to have a really like quiet demeanor but i listen to like i I grew up like outside of Philly. And so I grew up with like the uh -huh. Philly rap drill scene, you know, so who, who do you like? Cassidy, Gilly, the kid. Who, who, who yeah, do you oh, like? man, we can, we can go that route too. I would say if I'm going through my like Spotify rap, who did I go through this year? Um, little baby was obviously up there. Okay, um, yeah. Coda, the kid, if you're familiar with him at all, Coda, the kid is, Oh, he's, he's like, got nice lyrics. One he's, of my favorites. Like, is he like, he raps on like lo-fi beats, right? He does. He raps. Yeah. About, he, like, eating vegan and like alkaline your water oh my god i can my, no he raps dude, about cool he gets shit. It. yeah he's a, he's a really cool artist uh i i knew this dude that put me on on it it's funny you said that he's actually a really genuine artist um yes. what what about like what's your opinion on like mainstream music like drake yeah i love drake i listen to drake all the time i think like i like all types of music i have a pretty wide spectrum like i'll jam some like country Ooh. or like acoustic or like okay. jazz or lo-fi in the morning while like making the coffee you know you throw that over the speakers and you get a catch you catch a vibe like that yeah, yeah. and then if i'm running or at the gym um i was just listening to sorry for the wait too on my run this morning oh, oh really? so like the you old like little, little wayne? wayne the old yeah. little wayne sorry for the wait too mixtape um or like i'm not a human being from like 2010 i was jamming that on my run this morning so you we like kind of go all over the place you like flume Love Flynn. Okay, okay. I think Love he's the Flume. greatest DJ of all time. I think he's the greatest music EDM producer of all time. I really oh, do. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Man. I do. I, I think he's fantastic. Um, I, but I'm a big futuristic advocate and okay. futurist fan from the EDM genre. Yes. I think, like, when you look back on your life and you think of the best festival moments, they were always with some future sound to me. But that I could wow. be wrong. Like, I'm talking intimate yep. festival moments, not yes. like mosh pits and shit. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. What's your here? Not to sidetrack. What's your like favorite physical festival concert moment? Is there like a specific artist where you're just there and Bro. it like hit you? Bro, for me, it, it had to have been Travis Scott Coachella 2017, I think. Okay. That, that was absolutely nuts. And it was just for me. But here's the thing that uh, why that's a tough question is. That question is answered based off the your, it could have been a rock performing. It's based off the people around you and the vibes and, and just the yep. experience you're going through. You know, I said this like if a rock is headlining Coachella, I would still think <laughs> you could still argue that you could go. It's a solid buy the ticket. Yep. And it's a thousand to two thousand dollars uh, experience that weekend. But yep. I, I do think it's one hundred percent worth it. And uh, for me, as I said, it's just about. And I do like Coachella's going to turn into an NFT music festival, I think, over the next year or two, three years. Like, I think a lot of NFT culture is about to start showing up at these festivals. But I, I think it's about the, the it's really about these festivals are really about just the experience, the people you're with. 
It's about community, man. It's about being around other people that also share your passion and love for this artist, the music, and being able to collectively come together and like share a space like that is is beautiful, man. That's actually a good segue. What would you say? Does Audius have any plans like to show face at future music festivals like Life is Beautiful in Las Vegas, Coachella, Lollapalooza, stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So we're always talking about stuff like that. Again, um, our artist relations team is they're incredible. And so they're on the ball. They're talking to everyone like we're we're seeing what makes sense and what's going to bring the most value to our users. Um, We just did like a mini sponsorship of a festival in Miami that I'm drawing a massive blank on right now. But we we just did one of those like a couple of weeks was ago. Was it Rolling Loud? No. No, it wasn't Rolling Loud. It was uh it was one of the it's a big festival but it's uh more like underground EDM music. Ultra no. No, it's oh. not one of those. It'll it'll come okay. to me okay. kind of probably at some point like 5 minutes. Wait, um, wait, what's your festival? What's the, I didn't ask you what's your favorite festival? Uh, that's all good. Um favorite moment for me. I got two. Um, my, my very first show seeing pretty lights, if you've ever listened to pretty lights, no, oh man, he, he hasn't made music in, in a super long time, but if you throw on his stuff, you'll, you'll recognize him. Um, and, uh, I saw ASAP Rocky Ooh. like six years ago, Where? seven years ago, live in Red Rocks. Where? Uh, Red Rocks. It's a venue in California or California. Oh. It's a venue oh, okay. in Colorado that's built into a, the side of a mountain in like a rock. Oh, that, that, I've seen that shit on Twitter. That That yep. is the dopest venue in America, bro. That is yeah. one of the hardest venues I've ever seen. Yep. Yep. So, so that was saw sick. Rocky there. Him was, and, it was him and Tyler the Creator. It was and, sick. Oh, man. It was good. Bro, yeah. Tyler him, the Creator's a talent on his own, too. Yeah. And uh, can't forget Danny Brown opened up for them and danny brown like he he kind of isn't doing thing anymore but he was good no he was, a little, bit, was, he was a little bit wacko and i'll go lie he's a little <laughs> bit out there but he, he was yeah. no he, he was really like he was about the music he was really good i yeah. remember he was an xsl freshman yeah i remember he was on he made the list so mm-hmm. you got to give the man his props yep. but i guess to to end this interview just because i i, I do want to be don't want to be late for my one at nine i want to ask you something uh austin because i'm as i said i am an avid user of audius and i'm not just a user a fan I own some audio as well. I was going to ask you this is, um, and by the way, check out my profile. Talk too much. If you ever have time on audience, I do right now as you're talking. Um, but what I was going to let you know is if you had to get one bold prediction for where audio, cause I do believe 2022 is about to be a crazy year for everybody in web three. I just, it's like that feeling in your stomach where, Holy shit, like things are about to get crazy. Oh, yeah. What would you say is one bold prediction you have for audience? Um, from from 20 for if we were to have a conversation a year from now what would you say where audience would be a year from now well prediction for audience i mean obviously the goal is to create the most robust seamless artist discovery platform possible and to empower and help as many artists and creatives as we can scale into themselves like we want to provide that platform for that up and coming DJ to make its first couple of thousand dollars to that, that hip hop artist that, you know, has never been paid for his music before, but is incredibly talented. We want to provide that platform for these individuals to like get that initial boost. Cause like five, $10,000 off your music. If you've never made money from your music before is life changing. Like that could be the catalyst Hell you yeah. need 
to go on and scale, you know, into to, to great things. And even so mentally, even mentally, that check marks like, dude, yep. I'm doing something here. I got I can keep going, you know? Yes, exactly. And so I would say um, personally, I, I'm incredibly bullish on the creator economy. I think 2022 is going to be, you know, the creator economy. Like this is going to be where artists and musicians, because I come I come from the creative industry. I have a creative background. Um and so it's kind of like being able to allow the free market to decide the fair market value of artists' work, their music, their paintings, their drawings, whatever it may be, allowing, allowing the market to, to decide that through these decentralized mechanisms has never been done before. You know, artists have never been able to just upload a song and be like, hey, how much do you want to pay for this? And now we're seeing music NFTs minting for 2.53 ETH. And these artists, like, you know, they've never had the option to do that before. So, you know, I, I think we're going to continue scaling and growing and providing the best possible platform for these artists. And simultaneously, um, I have my eyes and ears in all stuff Web3. I'm in all the creator economy conversations, learning everything that I can. And so we're obviously going to stay on the cutting edge of all of that as well. So being able to provide these toolings and systems to, to these folks is where I think we're going to be heading um, pretty aggressively over the coming years. I want to ask you one more question. I know I'm a little bit. <laughs> I just want to ask you something because you said a lot of interesting things there. Because I do agree with you. What one specific thing you said is this is going to be the year of the creator. Well, I, I believe every year going forward is going to be the year of the creator economy. But this year is awesome. going to be the the start of it. The you know what I mean, the building block. But what I guess, how why would an up and coming artist post their music on Audius? Number one and number two. What advice would you have for an up and coming artist to end this off? Do you think like I said this to a couple artists I talked to. I'm like, forget the traditional route. I'm not saying abandon your music, abandon what you're talking about. I'm saying take that into Web3 and execute through Web3 because it is you're going to stand out. There's not as much. There's more parking space available, you know? So yeah. what advice would you have for up-and-coming artists in Web3 as well? Oh, man. Um, it's a great question. What was the first question again? There was two questions in there. Yeah, so why would an up-and-coming artist post music on Audius and what yep. advice would you have for them in Web3? Yeah, so an up-and-coming artist would use Audius just because we're an artist discovery platform. We're the easiest, most seamless way to quickly upload your music. I mean, you've experienced it as you, you takes 10 seconds to create an account. You upload your music, you pick the cover art, you know, you do all that, and you can immediately start sharing it. Like there's nowhere else that you can do that right now. And on top of all of that, it's it's web three native. And so by interfacing with Audius, even if you don't know it, you're now getting into decentralized technology. So I think we're just by far the best product available um, or platform product available to be able to share your music um, or podcasts or audiobooks or whatever it may be. I don't know if you noticed, but we integrated a new feature recently where if you do upload something as a podcast, instead of the next song, we do that little 30-second uh, clip where through on your podcast, instead of being able to skip to the next Look one, you, you guys showing us some love. Yeah. Well, you know, we, it was for you specifically. Yeah. We, saw you, we saw you being the number one uh, yeah. player. We're thank like, we got to do something for this <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, I, I do think, like by that. the way, I also will say, I do think that's an untapped market, by the way. Like, I do think, like, for a podcaster, why did I start uploading on Audius? Because I said I said this, I thought the same thing you just said. It's an artist discovery platform. I want my sound to get discovered. Yep, you know? exactly. And I'm on your profile right now. And it's just like, yeah. And we're working on stuff to make that better. Um, just there's tons of stuff going on, but we're implementing slowly but surely these little features. So like the person was like, Hey, you're listening to a podcast, you want to skip 30 seconds, you want to skip to the whole next podcast. Let's automatically be able to identify that based on how you categorize it. 
then also doing stuff like audiobooks or podcast tags. That way you can, you know, organize by songs, audiobooks, podcasts with near profile. All this stuff um, will likely be happening in the near future. I would say to answer your second question, um, I don't know. I think I think things are moving moving quickly. I I don't come from a music background, so this this question is always a little interesting for me. Um, but I would say just from my personal belief is just to like one, stay true to yourself, like, you know, stay true to your sound, stay true to your vision, uh, to build a community, build a fan base, like those folks, like those early supporters will stay with you tried and true. So making sure that you're like representing and staying true to the individuals that believed in you and just like putting in the work. I think just like anything, you need to treat it like a creative endeavor, but it's also a business. And so as you're operating and moving through that, treating it as such. Um, also uploading consistently on, on the audience. Uploading, ki- uploading consistently on the audience platform. Yes. Obviously one of one of the top five. I agree. Yeah. Um, I am, I'm currently listening to the audiobook Will. It's Will Smith's autobiography. And the whole like beginning of it talks about his early career. He him and Jazzy Jeff, if you ever watched that the sounds Fresh like Prince one of those LA. dramatic audio like Will. Like, Dude, it's yeah, that so sounds good. great. Yeah. Man, it's good. I'm a I, I has to be really nerd. Good. But he talks about his music stuff and how they came up in like the, the 70s and 80s, 80s and 90s, maybe. No, 70s and 80s with their music. They were the first African American rap artist to win a Grammy. All the trials and tribulations that came with that, they didn't have stuff like this. And listen to this, I'm like, yo, we could have solved so many problems with the technology we have now. And so I would say utilizing the tech, embracing these movements, um, and really just being consistent and true. And I, it, that goes for anything creative, honestly. And I really love what what you said there, um, because I think you need to treat it like a business. But I think utilizing the tech and embracing the movements that that's very key. You can't. It's not this world is a it's a symbiotic world. Everybody it runs on 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 community, like you said earlier. Yes. It's not it doesn't run on on the ego on yourself. So you have to embrace movements. Um, doesn't mean you have to ditch what you like, but you have to you have to kind of adapt to the movements. But yep. um, Mr. Austin, I just want to say thank you so much. I actually really enjoyed this interview. Amazing. Um, yep. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I actually think we actually kind of went through a good detail what audience is. I'm excited to put this out. It will probably be out later today or tomorrow. So Amazing. I will probably be bothering you on on Twitter all throughout the weekend with <laughs> notifications. Uh, I apologize. I'm coming out with a cool trailer for the for the show. But other than that, thank you so much for doing this for me. Yeah, no need to apologize. I, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to speak with me. And I'm looking forward to hearing the final product, man. So thank you, my uh, man. Have a beautiful day. Yes, sir. Be safe. Thank you. Thank you. Later. Oh, yeah. Did you follow me on Audius? I followed you on Audius. Uh, I, I did it right while right we right were right talking. Right I got no you right time right. to waste.